0: I'm Brandy. and I'm Tori and we want to welcome you to Fiction, Fiction Therapy. Therapy where real life mental health professionals slash fantasy enthusiasts unpack, analyze, and fangirl about our favorite books. We dive deep into the characters, adventures, and romances that make them amazing reads. We hope you have as much fun listening as we do talking about them and maybe see things from new perspectives.
1: We're back!
0: Oh my gosh. So, Uh, we're still talking about A Court of Mist and Fury. Yes, such good stuff happening. If you've been here for the other parts, you know that we're at a pivotal moment in the story. She has, Feyre, has just found out from our good friend Suri, who (laughs) spills the tea, that she and Reese are mates, and he knew about it. Not only are they mates, but... He knew about it, mm. and she is very angry, and she got back and healed him and has now taken him back to the Illyrian camp
1: mm-hmm. and dumped
0: him in the mud. Just dumped him. Yeah. So, a few things before we start. Yes. So, these are our normal disclaimers. There are some timestamps in the show notes if you want to skip ahead if you've already heard them, um, but it's designed for big fans of the books, right? So, we discussed lots of plot, lots of... T- things that are going to be spoilers if you have not read the whole book or if you've not read all the other books in the series. You will be spoiled, so get out of here. Um, In this book or in this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about some topics that are a little bit more problematic for small ears. So here's some content warnings. Um, Trauma of various types. We're going to talk about relationship abuse, sex, uh, PTSD, um, and then toxic romantic relationships. And then lastly, we are just talking about our personal thoughts and opinions here. We know that there are a lot of varying opinions on SJM's characters and stories, so this is meant to be an open discussion between Tori and I. We do know that um, lots of people have opposing opinions, and there's different perspectives, and we don't expect you all to agree with everything we say. And we actually kind of hope that something in the discussion spurs on deeper thought or more conversation about an idea. So, lots of stuff going on. And like you said, there's going to be spoilers. I feel like I spoiled the whole series there in the <laughs> in the recap. They're mates. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Big old spoiler. Yeah, right sorry there. about that. Um, <laughs> you should have learned early on. So, Pharaoh winnows him to the camp. Oh, well, no, no, no. She doesn't winnow him. She gets him to a point where he can winnow them. Mm-hmm. And dumps him in the mud. And... Goes toward the house. Let's or, not forget that he just got attacked with poisoned ash berries. Oh, yeah. This like, boy is sick. He, he he's almost half died. dead. Yeah, he almost died. She just dumps him in the mud, and he's like, wait! You know, like, <laughs> stumbling, can't even, like, stand up, and... She goes, and Cassian comes out first, and he, I think he looks at her, and she's like, I'm fine, go to him. Mm-hmm. And he, And she's like, oh, by the way, he's gonna be fine, too, after, you know... And then Moore comes out and Feyre is like, you need to get me out of here. You need to get me out of here right now. You need to take me somewhere Mm -hmm. where he can't find me. Yes. And you need to do it right now. And our fave girl, Moore, takes her to the most amazing cabin. Yes. After, she hesitates. I think she hesitates because she's kind of like, oh, I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of a part of this and I kind of feel bad about it, but you know it's in this moment it's like who is my allegiance to is it Reese or is it this hurting girl who I love with my whole heart yeah who's like they've become friends so she takes her and to the cabin this is like my dream cabin I know right it has everything you'd ever want it does things for you like it's magical yeah it puts food in the pantries it runs a bath it it was the perfect temperature. It yeah. gives her paints when she wants paint, clothes. It's clothes. got her sweaters and leggings that she loves so much. Mm-hmm. And I mean this cabin's just amazing. And they I think they talked about it briefly that they would be they would be sent there for like discipline and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, they also hung out there during the holidays and stuff, too. Yeah, right? like it's where the snowball fight Snowball is, fight Which is. I don't know that you know about the snowball fight yet, but the famous Bat Boy snowball fight takes mm-hmm. place up at the cabin. So she goes to this cabin. Moore's like, I'll come back in three days. Yeah, she's like, take the time. If it has everything you need. It's worded. like you're Yes. Like, and I love this part. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, come on, get to the action. Let's just skip this part. But I love this. Farrah just takes these days to take care of her Mm -hmm. and she just takes hot baths and she discovers some painting stuff and she doesn't paint on canvases but paints on every surface of the cabin. Why not paint the wall? I mean you know and I just love this. she just it talks about she gets so lost in the painting she's been she's gone so long without painting and then here she is with all this time, and she paints every service, and she just loses herself in it. She mm-hmm. sleeps when she's tired. She wakes yeah. early. I just love it. It's a beautiful picture of self-care yeah. to me. It's her healing, and, and she talks, there's narrative about, basically, she's processing. Yeah. Right? She's coming into who she is now, what she's been through, how she's, like, becoming okay with her new faith form yeah. and her powers, and, you How know, she feels strong and yeah. capable, and... That maybe being Reese's mate is not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So, and it's
1: really that's going
0: to gonna come up when Moore comes back. And I think Moore stays with her a couple of days. And they do the whole slumber party thing. And Moore mm-hmm. does some stick figures on the wall. And, but I remember a part during this where Moore says, would it be so bad to be part of our family? Mm. And it's like, <sighs> Shot to the heart, and we're going. No, it's not so bad. It's the best thing in the world. Be part of their family. <laughs> but and, and she says no, it's not. You know, it's it's just this really sweet moment. Yeah. And then Moore leaves, and inevitably there's a knock. There's a knock, and she thinks it's Moore again. Mm-hmm. But she talks about Moore's real insistent knocking, like mm-hmm. banging on the door, and she opens it, and it's. It's crazy it's crazy it's and he's like freezing cold because he can't win. he's been flying around for days looking for her. It's just literally flying. Just how much energy that would take, and how far he's gone over these. Well, he apparently didn't use all his energy. That's <laughs> sure He's not too tired, but he is like. I think she describes him as like hunched over and shivering. And yeah, she's like, come in. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She sits him down and. She was about to make herself some soup. So she's like, I'll make you some soup. And he's like, like, well, let me explain. Yeah. So the whole thing with the mating bond is if if the female gives the male some food, they're accepting it. Mm -hmm. So she's like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to cook this soup out of this can. It's Mm -hmm. not even cooking. I'm going to heat up up this soup. That's right. She's like, I was going to heat it up. (laughs) And you're going to explain everything. And then I'll decide if you can eat the soup. Mm-hmm. And, and he says everything. I don't even know where to start. Like, where do we dis- Where do we start well, discussing he, this? Well, he starts by talking about how he had visions of her. Yeah, like, like forever. ago. this is like well, years. he, actually he goes back to the war before mm-hmm. she's even a thought, and she taught he talks about his background with Amarantha mm-hmm. and how you know the relationship with he and Cassian and Azrael and all the stuff. And that's how he ended up under the mountain. And then under right. the mountain is when he started having these visions. Right. And it would, Maybe you know, make flashes. his life a little better. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, like, he saw some hay, so that was an illusion. Whoa. So her and Isaac getting it in the barn. And then he would see the dresser that she was painting. Yeah. And, like, you would see her hand boardroom. painting. Yeah. And, like, the night sky. And he was just getting all of these flashes, uh, and he... I guess he kind of thought it could be his mate because he, yeah. he knows, like, what the mating bone is about. Well, and he talked about he It was human. He could see this human hand. And it's really cool because he said he could see her painting a dresser, and then, you know, back when he was sick, we, we kind of glossed over this part and didn't talk about it, but when he was sick and he had the ash arrows and he was dying and she was trying to distract him, she told him about the time she painted this dresser, mm-hmm. and she painted flames for nesta because she's always burning and angry and, and she painted um flowers. flowers for elaine and then he said not he vegetables said, not vegetables <laughs> flower. and he said well what did you paint on yours and she said i painted the night sky and if you didn't get chills and die and come back to life in that moment then you probably shouldn't be here because that's the appropriate that's the appropriate response. And, and, and she said it was just because it made her feel comforted, and mm-hmm. she loved to look up, and oh, so beautiful. But so then he says that it got stronger, he could tell that she was in Prithian. Yeah. And then she, he could tell she was in the spring court. And then he went to Kalanmai on purpose to try to see yeah. if he could find her. He could see the bonfires for mm-hmm. Kalanmai being lit. So he convinced Amarantha that he needed to go and check things out and make sure that Tam- was doing his job took back those, the fairies that were going to rape her, and Mm -hmm. they were his, he, like, recreated their past, so they were, like, traitors for Amarantha to kill. Mm. Like, that's some dedication. Yikes. Mm. But, apparently, he could see what they were planning on doing to her, and, Mm -hmm. you know. So, but I remember at one point in this, he was like, I knew when I met you that you were my mate. But I also knew that you're a human, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Why isn't my mate human? I think he felt this, because also the, the mating bond didn't snap into place. Right. So I think he just kind of felt this half and half connection mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. And of course, he talks about her being so beautiful. Oh, yeah. first he saw her. And then, you know, under the mountain, he knew they had this connection. And he made this bargain, and you find out, which we discussed this a little bit in um, the Accord of Thorn and Roses podcast. There's a lot of controversy surrounding Risa's actions under the mountains. Towards her. And under the mountain yeah, Toward like her, that. like as far as making her drink, and dressing her up, and painting her, and, and all the these things. Person. And this is kind of one of those moments where he explains, everything I did was to keep you safe and I was just trying to help you and, you know. I think he was kind of trying to, like, reduce the trauma. Yeah. Right? Like, all the junk that she would have seen under the mountain, his point of view was she will be better off if she remembers none of this. Right. So, on one hand, it is making a decision for her, right? Yeah. Taking away her memories on purpose for her benefit. Yes. Um, but we see that his intentions were... You know, the action being questionable or not. His yeah. intentions were really pure. And well, and, her. like, painting her up. Like, when you read that the first time, you're like, oh, this is some kind of creep, creepy, weird thing. Mm-hmm. And then you find out it's so that she can see that obviously no one touched her, you know, because the paint wasn't smeared, mm-hmm. you know, and just things like that. And then he explains that, oh, that part where he says, you know, she defeated Amarantha, and it was great, and it was wonderful. And then she snapped her neck. Oh, and then he's like, and, and I died. And I, yeah, and I died. And and it talks about there's like tears running down his oh. face, and you're like, oh my goodness. And, and all I wanted was to get you back. And he's like, I just pulled on that connection, and I like begged you to come back, and and then you did. And then he was like, and I broke into the High Lord's minds, and I was gonna make him give you power. And, uh, it's just so sweet, and through and the then whole. Then she went back with Tamlin. He was like, "Then you were so happy to be with Tamlin." Yeah. And he was like oh, broken. And and he and he said, you know, that the mating bomb snapped into place under the mountain when after when they're talking yeah. on that balcony. And like, He like right stumbles up. back. He he realized it, and oh, uh, just all these things, and he knew this, but he was willing to let her marry. Because yeah. he just wanted her to be happy and he was willing to just, you know, let it go. And he continues to talk about like all of the, these memories from this book, too. Like when he would bring her and yes. visit, and he was like, I was willing to just, you know, have that one week for the rest of my life, just yeah. for your benefit, you know. But then at the wedding, when you were screaming to get out, I was like, I've got to get her. Yeah, I was there for it. He was like, I was so. A relief that you were asking for help, and that I could be there. Yeah, and that when he locked her up, and you know, just all these things from his perspective. And um, I just thought about this too. I know this is backtracking a little bit, and I don't want to backtrack. But the night sky, she painted the night sky. Remember when he said that when he kept getting those visions, he would push images back of the mm, night sky and yeah. Valaris. So, like, Aww. I feel like that was her. You know, that's why she had that love of the night sky. with yeah, her. But, oh, it was so sweet. So, so sweet. And all of us were just, like, our hearts were breaking and being yeah. put back together and breaking and being put back together yeah. this whole chapter. And you find out that Moore knows because he's, you know, we talked about it earlier when he came back. He's like, she's my mate. She's my mate. Or probably like, it better not be Amarantha. Yeah, she's like, are you talking about (laughs) Amarantha? Because he just got back to his inner circle after being gone for 50 years. So imagine that being the first thing he's screaming when he comes to the Oh my goodness. It's (laughs) terrible. How are we going to handle this? And it's just really, it's just really sweet. I felt like I would have more (laughs) intelligent thoughts to give about this, but I don't. It's just a mushy, gushy pile of deliciousness, yeah. Well, he does talk about like his attraction to her, and, but also giving her space and yeah. like, That that under the mountain meant a lot more to him than he let on, and then that like he really wanted her to want him in the end, but yeah. he was like, I want, I was willing to take anything that you were gonna give, <laughs> and so if you wanted a distraction, I would be that distraction for you, and then he was like, I wanted to tell you a million times about the mating bond. But, but he didn't want, he didn't want her, he, he said, you know, you just left a relationship. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want her to think that he was trying to steal her away. Yeah. And, like, obligation to be in a romantic relationship with him. Like, he, he just wanted it, he wanted her to choose. Yeah. And even saying, you know, with I love that you just said that, the choose. She He wanted her to choose him mm-hmm. instead of it being forced on her. And even, you know, when it, at one part he says that Amorin was pushing him to tell her because yeah. if Tamlin started a war, you know, if if they were mates, that would be enough reason, you know, yeah. that he wouldn't be able to go to war, but he wanted her to choose, so he was willing to, like, go to war with Tamlin over this just yeah. so she would have that opportunity. Mm. Oh, such good stuff. And then, essentially, he, like, finishes. Yeah. Oh, and he's sobbing. He's very, he's a big, sad boy. And he says something like, he's like, I love you, or oh, yeah. something. I think he does say I love he, you. And he's, like, crying, snotting, sobbing. <laughs> I just feel like that's really important for us to know that the most powerful High Lord in history is crying, snotting, sobbing. And she's just, like, standing at the stove stirring start, <laughs> the stove. Yep, she's just listening and stirring. And I feel like she, like, lifts the stove and, like, you know, hits it on the side of the pot. <laughs> down. No, she does. She puts it in a bowl. She puts it in a bowl. She brings in the bowl and sits on his lap. And says eat. (sighs) And he does. He eats it. It's so sweet. I bet that was the longest bowl of soup of his life. (laughs) She was like, I love you and I'm honored to be your (gasps) maid. I know. (gasps) Can't take it. Oh my goodness. It's 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 too much. much. it's so much. And I think after that big like you're His explanation, it's like, you go up on a mountain, you dive into a valley, you go up on a mountain, you're just, your heart's (sighs) breaking, your heart's, like you said, being put back together, and it's just so wonderful. Hmm. And then chapter 55 happens. Yeah, all of that is chapter 54, and it's... Probably my favorite chapter, like fifty four or fifty five. Fifty four. Okay. <laughs> like fifty five is amazing, and everybody makes Fifty four is the best about it, but like you can't have fifty five without no. fifty four. One well, and fifty four is what makes fifty five so sweet. Yeah, but fifty four is just like we've waited th- for this. Yeah. We've fifty four chapters, right? You know, we answers we demand. According to Miss Fury is a big book. That's why this is you know, however many parts it has become. (laughs) It's a big book. There's a lot to go over. And you have just gone through all these things. You've watched Vera spiral. You've watched her heal. Pick herself up. Heal. And you've watched Reese be such a big part of this. Mm -hmm. Of this healing. Of this becoming her own person, you know, and he has just done so much. And then to find out layer upon layer of love, mm. ah, gushy, gushy love. And sacrifice. And, yes. And, like, true true love in that it's not possessive, it's care. It's yes. unconditional positive regard for this human, and he wants what's good for Pharaoh, Yes. Like, he wants Pharaoh, obviously, but he also wants what's good for her. I think it's, it's such a big thing that he is willing to put all of her needs above his own. Mm-hmm. Which he, he do mean he needs her. But so he puts her first. So sweet. Mm. Such a sweet thing. So then it gets six. Yeah. So they're basically, okay, like, they, t- I mean, they're basically, oh, they're together. Yeah, for sure. Well, they're made. They're, like, married now, practically. Yeah. Like, supernatural married so we start with some countertop action oh yeah he immediately in like, the paint shoves a lot of stuff off but leaves a lot you know there's paint on the countertop in and the like, paint laser down and Oh, it's so good. And then things move to the bedroom, and they get really sexy They still got paint all over them. Yes. But oh. it's okay because, like, it's on the sheets, but they're also magic. So they can I was about to say, the, the whole later. cabin is magic. It'll yeah. clean up after, but it's fine. It's totally fine. At first, you know, that would make me cringe in the human world. Like, you're getting paint all yeah. over yeah. your sheets. Yeah, but it, it's magic. It's, it's, fine. Fine. it's fine. And then the big sunken bathtub. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, after however many rounds in the bed, he's like, Need to be cleaned. And so they go have some bathtub times where she gets, you know, just the right spot on his wings. I just want all the bathtubs of the night court. That's right. I just love the bathtubs. <laughs> I need a montage of, like, the amazing tubs. Yes. So, bathtub. I think this is where she starts glowing. Like, literally yes. glowing. Like, not yes. like, oh, afterglow. No, like glowing. It's her day court power, right? Yeah. Or dawn yes. day or dawn I too. get them really mixed up. But she, like, is. literally glows, like mm-hmm. her skin is glowing, because she's so happy. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I mean, this it, goes on for a whole chapter. Yeah, they just they just have so much sex. They're yes. just sexing it up in the cabin. But, I mean, you have 54 chapters of pent-up energy. If you want to go back to the other book, you even can a little bit. Like, oh, a, a, a few of those chapters in there. <laughs> Some right. pent-up energy. Yes. So, it's Okay. But he, there's plenty of room for her, for him to bed her properly. So he yes. said in the end, and they're up in a mountain, and yeah. in the oh, they're up in a cabin in the mountain. I was about to say they're in a mountain in the cabin, but it's just, it's just so good. And they have lots of good conversations about marriage and the mating bond ceremony. He's like, well, there's a few things that we can do. Like we can have this ceremony where our bond is like accepted and you know mm-hmm. by a priest. She's like, "What about birth control?" And she's like, "I guess I'm expected to to bear your children since I'm." He's like, "You're not expected to do anything. Yeah. Like, if we have a kid, it's because we want a kid, not because we want an heir." And I, I just love that. Oh, so and there's, she's like, "Well, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna take that." And I like, <laughs> I like that he says, "I want to be everything. I want to get married. I want to be your husband. I want to be your mate. I want to be like I want to. I want to hit all the bases." Mm. And I think, you know, I look at. In the Fae world, if you read any books about the Fae, um, husband-wife kind of takes a back seat. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you have a mate, that's the big thing. But I think the fact that Reese says to Pharaoh, I want to be your husband mm-hmm. as well, I was just reading through this a second ago when we took a break. But I think that's appealing to her human side. Because yeah. at one point in her life, having a husband would have been important to mm-hmm. her. And I think him saying like I'm willing to be your husband, like not taking the mate thing as a superiority, right? Was and disregarding, yeah, son, yeah, was a nod to her saying like I, I care about what you cared about when you were human, and mm-hmm. I think that's really beautiful too. Mm, that is kind, that's sweet, very sweet. So then they eventually decide like we should probs like leave this cabin. Yeah. <laughs> so they go, go back, back to our family to the Illyrian camp because this whole time we're still waiting on those queens. Um, and Amryn is still decoding the book. Um, so they head back to the to the Illyrian camp, and the first thing (laughs) that happens is my favorite boy Cassian makes a mess of things. He's like, "What does he say?" He says, "Hard ride." (laughs) (laughs) And And there, and oh, he's so. Feyre's like, Feyre's like Cassian. I'm warning you. And Cassian's like, he literally says, I read through this a second ago, too. I don't have the book memorized. Um, But he's like, is the mating bond chafing? And it's like, oh, my gosh. Shut up. You're asking for it. Shut up. And then, as if that's not enough, he's like, I shouldn't even say this, but I'm going to. He's like. I don't know, Feyre doesn't look very tired. Maybe she could give me a ride. And then oh, it's like... no! All heck breaks loose. The wrong thing to say. And then you realize he did that to pick a fight. Yeah. So that reason. He's Reese. trying to help his he, friend Yeah. Out. He's trying to help him get some energy out. Yeah. Because he gets it. Like, apparently that's the thing that, like, they're very... You know, they've got that possessive anger energy going for them yeah. right when the mating bond um, happens. So... It's very hard to stay in his feminist (laughs) Reese mindset (laughs) when this, like, pre, I guess, I don't know, like, deep rooted, yeah, instinctual, thank you, instinctual thing is overtaking him where he just wants to, like, rip anything apart that, like, makes an eye at Pharaoh. Yeah. So he and Cassian fight in the mud. And And obviously, yeah, obviously, Reese could kill him if he wanted to, and he doesn't. But I think it's really sweet when you figure out that's what he's doing. He's picking a fight, and then I'm yeah. like, okay, that's a little better. But the first time I read this, I was like, Cassian, shut up! I really like you. He's gonna kill me. you. Yeah. Like you're gonna be dead. <laughs> you yeah. know why are you saying this? But so this is when things really pick up in the book, and so like it's gonna be kind of a quick, quick descent to the end of the book. Yeah, because like it's very fast paced from here. So, so they the, they finally hear from the queens. Yes, and they go to the queens. This is Mm -hmm. the first time Feyre is presented as Reese's equal, Mm -hmm. and the whole inner circle goes. Yes. And the queens are like, no, we're not giving you the book. Yeah. It's not happening. Like, we we don't like you, we're just, we're not doing it. And when they do leave, they find, like, everybody's kind of arguing, and Reese is just staring at the floor, and they look at what he's staring at. And at some point in the conversation, Reese figures out what's going on. He's like, "Okay, y'all should just leave." Yeah, like, stop like, talking. Why are you not mm-hmm. fighting for this? And it's because he's figured it out. Yeah, one of the queens betrayed the other queens and brought the book, and is siding with them. Yep, and put it under her chair. Yes, so it's just laying on the floor once they leave. And um, before going back home, Cassian also vows to protect his sister or their sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, Even if the mortal leaders will abandon them, so this is where we also get a a real cute Cassian Nestor moment. Yeah, because he like goes over to her and like gets in her face, and Mm -hmm. he's like, "I will protect you," and it's like everybody's like, "You can protect me." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So sweet, I. I had a hard time with this, Brandy, because I love Cassian so much. Like, my... Not even in a romantic way. I just love his character so much. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I just did not love Nesta. I was like... And I totally support them, and I'm totally on board, especially, like, if you have beef with Nesta, and you haven't read A Court of Silver Flames... First of all, you shouldn't be listening, but... Well, yeah, but (laughs) you should... You should read that because mm-hmm. your beef will disappear and yep. then you will just be so happy. But mm-hmm. I just, even though I didn't like her and I loved him in this moment, I was like, this is beautiful. It is. And I just love this. And we're all getting big, big flashing hints and like even more and more that like something's going on between them. Yeah. So back home, Amron has decoded the book. Um, one day, a great hibern artist They sweep in and, like, attack Valaris, and it's a big, like, scary. I would also like to point out that this happens as soon as um, Cassian and Feyre have gone to the symphony together. That's right. They go out (laughs) for, like, a nice day. At the symphony. And then she's, like, looking at the water and notices, like, that the water is, like, rippling and, like, the fish are straight, and she's like, oh, no. And that's what, like, you're very in the moment and enjoying it when you realize that there's a nice I just never pictured Cassian at the symphony, so I loved that. Um, yes. But yeah, Hybern sweeps in our sweet golden queen who we grew to love because she betrayed her uh, fellow queens who were really, really terrible people. Mm-hmm. She gets killed, and it's really sad, and Pharaoh mm-hmm. sees that and just flips her lid. But this is another time during the book where we see Feyre just become a boss. Yeah, and she's taking butt and taking names. Yes, and she has her water wolves. You know, mm-hmm. she creates her wolves out of water, and she's, like, sending them after the hybrid soldiers and, like, drowning them in the air, and it's just crazy. And she zeroes in on the adder. She's like, oh, buddy. Yeah. It's payback time. But this is one of those moments that Reese tries to talk to her, and she slams him out. Mm. And I really thought there was going to be some, uh, just some tension, because there really wasn't. But she slammed him out, because she wanted her moment to kill the adder. Yeah. But she kills him, buddy. She kills him. She kills him dead. And, you know, people of Valaris are watching this woman defend Volaris. Yeah. And you have to, like, you have to think. They don't know yet that this is Reese's woman. But they're cool. seeing this girl. And they're then like, probably Grr. shortly after, they're going to be like, hey, this is Reese's new woman. And they're going to be like, yes. <laughs> and they're be like, oh, I like her. Yeah, we are yeah. protected. we are going to make action figures. Yes. <laughs> but Or maybe they were, like, looking up and they're like, I, I really hope really hope this is our girl yeah you know? i hope she sticks around yeah so, so they're she's... successful and like they hold up or they kind of protect the city yeah and then kind of things go back to normal a bit at the house and we get a glimpse of this is when though when things go back to normal uh-huh. when um reese is like are we staying in your room or my room oh yeah it's like your place or mine oh and she's like don't you want your own space because Jamelin wanted his own space oh, yeah and he's like, no, not really. <laughs> no, like, we're going to be uh, sleeping together. Yes. Like, let's have the same room. And let's he even see. like he's like, no, we're, like, moving clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not even talking about sleeping. Right. Like, which this, room do you want? This closet's mine. That closet's yep. yours. Yeah. And even, like, she chooses his room because I think the bed's bigger or something like that. And he, like, snaps his finger and all her clothes appear in his room. Uh, and then, man. So sweet. <laughs> so sweet. So they're making a plan and they are like, okay, we need to go to Highburn by The Cauldron um, by Farah has to say it's Um and so Reese doesn't go with them because he can be tracked through his magic. Did you like cringe during this moment? I felt like,
1: yeah, I cringed. I was like, oh, I was like let's no. not separate them.
0: Yeah, I was like, something's gonna have an idea. To one of them. When they're like, Reese, you need to stay outside. of, And even he's like, are you telling me you're sending my mate into enemy territory and I'm not going? And they're like, yes, that's exactly what we're telling you. And this is a terrible idea. Mm. So she's supposed to go touch it and speak the spell, but things go real wrong, obviously. Oh, it was a trap. The whole thing was a trap. Mm. It just, I just, oh, cringe. Cringe it's like dun, dun, oh, no, oh, no, no, and no, she no. she gets to the cauldron and she puts her hand on it and she starts saying the spell but they've just completely underestimated everything. The cauldron like possesses her yeah. and she can't nullify it and she can't do anything with it, her own body. It and, convinces her to put the book parts together. Yeah, which which is they have no-no parts no. now, and she was like. Amron was like, if there's one thing you don't do is put these parts together. And when she gets to the garden, she's like, oh, must put together. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like wow. all the things. It's like, don't press the red button. Presses the red button. Ugh. So then um, things go wrong. Reese senses that things go wrong. Somehow he winnows in. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that alerts everyone to yeah. what's going on. And who other than... Jurian catches them. Jurian's alive! Shocker. From the dead. From the dead. From that one eyeball and finger bone. That's right. We just remade him <laughs> from those things. Um, so the king uses his magic to bind them from using their own magic. Yeah. And he's also like threatening Azriel's lives with like, Oh, he an shoots Asriel. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, big he's like, Dangergrass. He's like, I control. The, um, poison that's in this so if you want him to live and it not to go to his heart you will do what I say yes and then stage left enters a group of people that I did not see coming but amidst this among, amidst this amidst amongst this. amidst amongst Cassian gets his wings shredded I can't even remember how it happens but oh, it happens either. Either. his wings get shredded basically everybody is upset it's every I mean because it talks it's about, like, they're, like, bad. sitting in Cassian and Azriel's blood. Yeah. They're, like, all sitting here. Things are going south. And then who enters Brandy? Very quick. Dun-dun-dun! Oh. Tamlin, Ianthi, <laughs> a.k.a. Schmerger. and Lucian. They are in cahoots. They are. They have sold, sold them out. Okay. So I need us to talk a minute. Okay. Um, Ianthi isn't there. Yet. Oh, I thought she walked in with them. Maybe she did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she did because I really feel that Pharaoh would have just. I don't know. I don't think she was there. We may need to look that up, okay. but I just felt like I feel like a lot would have happened. At well, the very people. least, Tamlin and Lucian walk in. Ugh. I just was shook. I what was is? So I was like, shook. what was your reaction? I was on my couch in yeah at that. I was just like, I hope you're there to save their butts because <laughs> I know, you know you're they're not, not there. with Hybern. And I was just, like, in denial. I, was, I like, screamed. I cannot believe. And then I immediately launched into, like, what idiots. I cannot believe you are siding with Hibern on this. Because I immediately was, like, they're doing this to, like, get favor back? Like, this woman amidst this whole, like, war? You're going to you're gonna sacrifice Prithian for this woman who, like, who broke want up with you. you through a letter and then told you to, like, get on? Yeah. Like, Okay, so, so I was reading this, and when I read this, and it was like, it's literally like the end of a chapter. It's like, and then Tamlin, Lucian, and I, the, or Tamlin and Lucian, I don't know, they entered, and I, the sound that came out <laughs> of my body was like a guttural animal sound. <laughs> projected into the air like an animal and I plane. remember being yeah like an animal in and I remember being in a different room and like I could hear my husband like running across the house and he's like what's wrong what's wrong what happened who died and I'm like it's worse than Everyone. death it's worse than death <laughs> let me just tell you um I was so mad I have never I've oh I was so angry oh my god what and then you find out the king of hybrid is like Oh, according to our bar... He says something about bargain. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He made a friggin' bargain. And then, (sighs) to add insult to injury, he's like, and we have your sisters. I feel like this is like Wheel of Fortune, like, bringing out thing after thing. Like, first there's... And we have your mortal sisters. And, like, he's gonna use them as proof to the mortal queens that the cauldron can make you immortal. Yeah. And... Well, I know that there's like a conflict here that it's like, oh no, they can't be immortal. But honestly, I see no problem with this. I'm like, you're gonna be a, you're gonna be hyphae. It's gonna be great. Yeah, like, you're
1: gonna be fine. <laughs> but I mean, they've
0: grown to they they in their minds like the hyphae have no emotions. They have no. They're just cold killers. You know yeah, all this so, stuff. And somewhere during this, I would like to point out that it comes out that, Vera and Reese are. I think Feyre says, if you take me from my mate or something. And Tamlin's like, I don't care that you're mates. I don't care. And it's like, if you don't, uh, like, in the Fey world, if you don't recognize anything else, you respect the whole mate thing. And Tamlin's like, I don't care. She's mine. You're like, yikes! Like, sir, you need to take several steps back. Yes. Oh, man. And even Lucian at that part was like, oh, crap.
1: It's like mates. I might be on the
0: wrong. Team yeah, like here. they're mates. Like we we can't do anything about this. Mm. And Tamlin's like, uh, uh-uh. screw it, I don't care. Oh my gosh. So Ugh. so both sisters go into that cauldron, and neither <laughs> neither Tamlin or Lucian like knew that they would be taken. We find out later Yeah, they weren't that, for this. Yeah, it was Iancy who gave away their location and like teamed up with Hybern on the sisters thing. But Elaine is like, okay, so they take Elaine first. And shove this poor little girl into the cauldron. Which is a big torture for Nesta. Because Nesta really only cares about Elaine at this point in her life. And the cauldron, like, dumps Elaine out on the floor. Mm. And Lucian's like, that's her. That's her. (laughs) I don't think it's at that point. It's, like, later. But he's like, that's my mate. And you're like, Elaine and Lucian. I feel like there was, okay... To me, this was, like, a circus happening. Like, there's so much happening in this There was so much going on. As a reader, you're like, I don't know where to look. There's yeah. so much happening. And then all of a sudden, Lucian's like, hey, that's my mate. <laughs> and you're like, what? You're like, uh, not important right now, Yeah, but weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, do you know she doesn't even grow vegetables? <laughs> Girl, Like, can't even grow a vegetable. <laughs> And now so she's your mate. Okay, mate, Well, and he does go to her, and the King of Hybern like, loosens his hold on him, and he's, like, putting a coat around her. It's real sweet. You know, real weird, but real sweet. And then they grab Nesta. And this girl, she's and a fighter. They call her the Hillcat. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not going easily. No. And so they put her, ugh, they try to put her in there, and she points that one finger at the King of Hybern. Oh, my <laughs> Also, Cassie is, like, bound dead on the floor. Yeah, and he's, like, he, like, lifts his head. He's, like, Nesta. And then he, like, goes back to sleep. He's, like, I feel like Nesta could be close to danger. (laughs) So, um, we haven't had a meme talk in a while. (laughs) Give it to me. what you got? One of my favorite memes. I'm not even going to be able to say it because now I'm tickled. But, um, one of my favorite memes is, like, there, the cauldron, it's like, oh, Elaine, this beautiful girl, I'm going to give her all these gifts. Like, I love her. And it's like Nesta going into the cauldron. And it's like the guy with the really, really big eyes. And he's like, I have made a mistake. <laughs> when Nesta goes into the cauldron, it's like the cauldron is saying, I think yeah. it's so funny. So, anyway. I mean, you get a lot more of this story in A Court of Silver Flame But essentially, yeah. like, what's happening in there is that... She is so pissed. She essentially yeah. tells, like, you're taking my humanity. I'm going to take something from you. And so she gets really, really, like, hyper-powerful while she's in the cauldron. She, like, strips the cauldron of some power. She does. She's, like, she just, I feel like she's down there, and she just gathers up everything <laughs> in her arms yeah. that she can carry, and she's like, I'm going to take this with me. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> like, so. There's also another meme that's, like, like. You piece of crap cooking pot. <laughs> I'm taking this power. Oh my god. This is so funny. Um, so well back to Ianthi. One thing I did want to say is that her her goal is to we kind of find out how evil she is. Like she's yeah. she's trying to get rid of the High Lords and like have all the high priestesses come to rule. Yeah. And um but also like from Tamman's point of view, he's trying to save Pharaoh from Reese. And then, like, we get the whole illusion thing. So, like I said, it's a circus. Things are going so on. There's so much happening in this scene. And the scene's really long. So, I feel like you have to almost read a little and process. And read a little and process. And or there's just, like, jot down an outline crazy. what's happening. Because I even read this. This scene I read, um, like, two nights ago. And I'm, I'm already, like, having trouble keeping it all straight. Yeah. So, what we have right now sisters are now high faith mm-hmm. they've been poured out of the cooking pot right <laughs> um cassian is like crawling across the floor to get the Nesta. up yeah. Lucian is like staking his claim on the other one reese is like kneeled next to Azriel and cassian in their blood he's scared mm-hmm. to move there's guards everywhere um more is there at this point they have separated I think at this point they separated Farah and Rhys. They were standing together, and this is when she was like, if you take me from my mate, I'll kill you all. Mm-hmm. And they've separated them, and, you know, she's sobbing because her sisters have mm-hmm. become the thing they worst fear. Yeah. All and this then, is happening. But she's been in the background, like, wielding her magic, trying to find cracks in, yeah. like, the spell that's keeping them, like, put. Yeah. But when she's certain that everybody can escape, she, like... Turns on this role of, like, she's playing the part she, of a woman. Who, she gets ready, and she blasts out her power yes. and breaks all the wards. Yes. And to and to distract them from realizing that she broke the wards, yeah. she's like, where am I? Yeah, she starts playing this role of, like, somebody what? who lost her memory. What happened? What are you doing? it. And then she's damsel in distress. Oh, yeah. She's like, I want to go home with you. I've missed you so much. Well, first, before she does this, I feel this is really important. She looks at her family, the inner circle, and she makes eye contact with all of them Mm -hmm. so that they know. And it's very clearly stated. This was really important to me. It's very clearly stated that they realize what she's doing. Yeah. Like, there's no question there. Like, there's even a part where more, like, mourns for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, snaps into her role. But you're right, she goes into this damsel in distress mode, and she's like, he forced it on me. He forced the mating bond on me. Because she, she can not get out of that, because they can smell that. After. Yeah. She's like, she begs the king to end her bargain with yeah. this. And she's like, break it, end it. She says, break the bond. Uh, and we all died. Wow. We all died. I was like, you're not breaking this bond. Like, kill me before you break this bond. That's right. I don't want to read any more books if you break this bond. It's horrible. But he does. No, (laughs) he He does. He breaks. You think he does? He breaks the bargain. That's right. And she's like, she's like, no more killing, no more killing. I can't (laughs) take it. (laughs) And so they're like, you know, she's trying to communicate to Reese, take leave, Mm -hmm. leave, Mm -hmm. and Reese is playing his part to a tee. Like, how did you get free? Yada yada yada. Yeah. And Moore's like, what did you do to this girl? All this stuff, and I'm not trying to do a reenactment. Um, but <laughs> well, no, I want a reenactment of you reading this and and like the horror of oh, it was thinking that okay. it might be the baiting bond. Oh, it hurt. And then I'm gonna tell you what I did right after this, after we get through with the summary. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was horrible. I was, I, I, two or three times during this scene, John kept coming into the room and mm-hmm. saying, I was like, no, I'm like sobbing. Like, there's a mating bond. It's about to be broken. He has no clue what I'm right. talking He's about. He's know like, it. what's a mating bond? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. And I really thought that's what was happening. hmm Me too. Ugh. And then and then you he does it. And it's like a crack. Do you remember reading about that? Yeah. It was like I felt a crack Everybody and then like the it. worst pain I felt in my life. That's what made me think. And then, like, Reese is like on the floor dying. That made me think it was the mating bond. Yeah, and he was playing his role really well, too, being really distressed. And then everybody just leaves. Mm. And then you think, like, they they winnow him out and they take her sisters. Yeah. And that should have been everyone's indication, which Lucian caught it on a little bit. But Farrah did not freak out that the night court kidnapped her sisters. She was like, bye. I don't care what happens to you. Take them. Take them. You know, yeah. And Ugh. then like Amran was really angry that Feyre didn't come back with him and he had to like explain everything to her. And then you find out so the scene before they go to hybrid, they're talking about like whether she wants a wedding. I think that's what it was about. He gives her the ring and stuff. And she's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, well we survived this. I want a big wedding. I want to do all this stuff with you, yada yada yada. And he says, What if I want to take it one step further? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of like leaves you hanging, right, right? But then they get back to Valaris, like you said, and Amran's like, "Where is Feyre?" Mm-hmm. And I think that says a lot about their friendship. Is that Amran's first thought is, "Where is Feyre? Yeah. You know, why why is she gone?" Mm-hmm. And he explains everything, and she's like, "And she's like, get her back." It's like no questions asked, like, yeah. go get her She's right like, now. This was a bad choice. Go get her. <laughs> and then Reese says, He broke our bond. Oh, no. I know. See, another thing. And then Amberin's like, You idiot. You can't break that kind of bond. And you're like, It's like my heart unclenched a little bit. Yeah. I like, Maybe uh-huh. they can get it back. <laughs> yeah. But it was never broken. Oh, man. Yeah. When I realized that, I was like, okay. It was just the bargain. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you know, and it talks about he feels like a shiver of love down the bond or whatever. <laughs> and then you find out that she is high lady, high of, lady the of, of the court. Court. <laughs> There, there are no high ladies. Yeah, right. Whatever. Bump you, Camlin. Bump you. Um, and you find out that it was all an act, and she's going back, and yeah. and she's like, I can't believe you sent your mate into enemy territory. And, and he's, he's like, like, she's my high lady and my spy. Yes. Ooh. And she's going to gather all the information and she's going to report back to me and it's going to be great. Yes. And, and we're all like, like what? okay. What? Okay, babe. Okay, go be a good spy. Yes. Even though she didn't do that good of a job. She's going to do a good job this yeah. time. She's going to redeem herself. She spent a lot of time in the bathtub at yeah. Summer Court. She and then better. it goes back to her point of view and you kind of see that she's like, I'm a wolf they've let into the chicken coop. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a fox in the chicken coop. And Tamlin's all for it. He's like, he has fully believed. He's leaning into this. And he's like, I'm so happy to have you back. She's like all cuddled up, to him, And yeah. then she, like, looks back. And, like, Lucian's there. And, and Lucian's not buying it for one Lucian second. Lucian is sus. He is like, what is, mm, mm, I don't And he's know. like, why aren't you concerned about your sisters? And he's like, she's like, oh, I'm sure. Get them back. Oh, my God. Oh, my and, goodness. And then when Tamlin tries to get all, like, sexy with her, she's like, I don't know if I'm ready right not now. not ready, yeah. And so, we, we were all worried about that. We were like, dang, yeah. does she have to go be sexy with Tamlin, too? No. But she basically just pulled in that day. So, the bond did not get broken. Our hearts are sustained. And they had this great plot. Feyre is a genius. It was just good. And, okay, so I'm going to tell you what I did. I'm going to tell you, so after this emotional turmoil, Mm. I had like tears streaming down my face, Mm. uh, snot running down my nose. Mm. I think my eyes were red. My face was red because I was angry, um, that the bond was broken and, you know, I'm just invested. Mm. And this was at like 8 PM on a Sunday. And, you know, John by that point had checked on me like three times. And, I, and I, I will never forget at 8 p.m. on a Sunday. We had work the next day at 8 a.m. And I walked in there and he was on the computer and I was like, I need us to go to Barnes and Noble right now. And he was like, What? And I said, Let me tell you how this ended. It is very important. I laid out now. from 8 p.m. to 8.07, I <laughs> laid out the whole plot of what just went down and I said, I need the next book now. So, buddy, we got in the car. <laughs> we drove to Barnes and Noble, thirty minutes away. Oh my gosh! We walked in at eight thirty seven, and it closed <laughs> at nine. <laughs> and we bought that book. And I, I mean, I have to, ugh, it's just so oh, it's crazy, crazy. Really how it ends. It is. It's nuts. And I remember when I borrowed this book from you. I I wasn't buying my own copies, and I didn't have a Kindle at that time. And and they lived like three minutes apart, but I was texting you, being like, "I'm gonna need that next book." Yeah, now I was like, "When can I come and get it?" And I did think, I not give it to you at the same time? I should have given you both of no, them. But no, oh, sorry, sorry. Been, but I remember going and like just getting it from your mailbox because, like, we couldn't meet. And I was, I like, remember that waiting. you were like, "Put it in your mailbox like, tonight." Do I'm coming over tonight to get this book? I remember that, and I totally yeah. understand because mm-hmm. I did the same thing. I mean, it's just so. Crazy. It's the coolest ending of a book ever because you think it's just doom and despair, and you're like, I'm shook and I can't, and it hurts. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and now this is genius. We've gone through this big journey of like healing and self discovery and growth and like really self esteem for Kyra yeah. in this book. And in the next book, we get to see her experience like life as this strong woman. Yeah. And, and like, Kind and she's like, about to turn the tide of the war, right? She's kind of reaping the benefit, and like I think she's also solidifying the processing that she's yeah. like being back in the spring court. She's like, this is who I am, and I am strong, and I can do this, and like I know where my allegiances lie now. So it's you know we get to see a lot of other types of growth, but I think it's it's very rewarding to know that like we get to see her be happy, yes, you know, and like, see her just. Use all of her skills, and and I remember reading this and thinking, okay, she's going back to the spring Court. They don't know she can read, they don't or know that other cool. Oh, well, I'm, right. like I'm just thinking about leaving like war plans laying around and stuff, they, they don't yeah. know she can read, they don't know that she can listen in on their minds or, like, or... strategize. Mm. And well, I guess Lucian knows about the wings and the winning, but like, yeah, well, Lucian is very, I don't. Lucian is all up on her story. Like, he, I think he knows. But he can't say anything he's because to she say anything. can prevent him from ever seeing Elaine again. Oh, and that's his mate. Gosh. Mm. That was so strange to me. But it does, yeah, that is a good motivation for Lucian to be on her side. It's yes. almost like his allegiance has changed as well now that he's like, I need to get to that mate. So, yeah. um, and is thera is a direct path. Yes, and it, like if Feyre, he, he's smart enough to know if Feyre does not want him to see Elaine, he will not see Elaine. I mean, that's just, that's and just we, that. And we all still want to know <laughs> what's going to happen with that five books later. And it's like the cauldron messed up. No answers um, on that. So I'm super interested in that story of like Lucien and Elaine with who? Well exactly. that's it, we did it It was a four-parter, but we done did it Yeah, any thoughts? Anything we left out? Um, it's my favorite book of the whole series I'm really excited to do some hot takes We're going to do yeah. a separate episode With some discussion on like You know, diving deeper into some mini- minuscule things um, So I think I'm going to save all my thoughts for then mm, Okay How about you? Other than just like, I freaking love this book I just, I love, I think I love this book so much because of the growth, but I can talk about that in another episode because I could start talking about it now and we would go on and on and on. <laughs> on and on and on. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely like it for the growth too because I think Akatar, well, it's obviously a ton of world building. Yeah. So a bunch of the book is just getting you into the world and the characters, but it's mostly like her being really cool and bad on her own but also, like, kind of trapped and sad and not sure what she's going to do with her life, And you get a lot of answers for all of that in this book. It's like, um, Feyre from the first page is a completely different person from Feyre to the last page. On the last page. Mm -hmm. And it's just, wow. And even, you know, even Reese from first page to last page, there's lots of growth there as well. Mm. I think not as much, just because he was kind of his own person. He had grown into that a lot, yeah. And I think but he was truly happy with his inner circle too. But it's really nice to see that he gets to be happy oh, with a mate. He deserves you know, it. Like yeah, like five hundred years older, however old he is, like he gets to do life with a mate and his inner circle. And now. he thought that was something he would never have. Mm-hmm. Not only to be back with his inner circle, but to have someone that loved him unconditionally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> beautiful cry right now. Okay, but yeah, I will say I kind of want to, and I think you're on board with this too, like discuss enneagrams, yeah, enneagram types of all the characters, so maybe we can do that in our deep dive episode. That will be fun. Okay, so, what are you inviting in lately? Oh, well, lately I've been inviting in lots of delicious pastries and baked goods (laughs) in honor of his book yes the night court pastries yes so you really like the croissants from trader joe's don't you i love the croissants from trader Joe's. you like always have them at your house oh yeah i keep them in my freezer they're so easy you just pop them out and let them like rise overnight and then it's literally like a bakery item Mm. they're delicious i just love trader joe's i will always invite in trader joe's we always be inviting him I guess um, along the same lines, I have been inviting in bread. Mm. Got a recipe for, like, no need Dutch oven bread. Oh, where you just, I love like, that. mix it up, and you set it overnight, and then you put it in your Dutch oven, and it just bakes in that pot, which is, like, a lot so less intimidating it. than the other kind, where you knead it and roll it and score mm. it, and, you know. So, that, and it, it's real good. I've made that before, and it's got the big pot. It's in it. I love that. So yummy. so yummy. A lot of butter. Yes. Yes. All the butter. I think that would be something that would be available in the night court. Butter. Bread. and Butter. <laughs> and butter. Bread and butter. Bread and butter along with all the pastries. I always think about um, the restaurant that they go to. For some reason in my mind, it's always Italian food.
1: Maybe and so. And
0: I'm always like, it's probably like bread and butter and yes. spices and pasta and... Yeah, they're always talking about the spices mm-hmm. that are available. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess next we're gonna be talking about War and Ruin. Yes. And then after War and Ruin, we will do the hot takes and maybe look at all the Enneagram types and everything. Yeah, right? Dun 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 Ugh. Okay, we'll tune in next time for more Sarah Day Moss. Wings and Ruin. Wait. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, a Court of Wings and Ruin. Yeah. Yeah. I always think that it's really funny that the acronym for A Court of Wings and Ruin is ACAWAR, because the whole book is very yeah, about war. Yeah, that gets war. So confusing to me. <laughs> well, like, that's how the I remember, court like... of Wings and Ruin. War. That's how I remember that that's the third one, because it's about war. But when I say ACAWAR, for some reason I want to say A Court of War and Ruin. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's... I love that book too. I'm pretty excited about that one Me too. Mostly to look at how Pharaoh destroys the Spring Court. <laughs> yes. All oh, the From the inside out. <laughs> She's amazing. We love her. And also, I have good memes for that one. <laughs> All the memes. Yes. And there's so many good TikToks about that one. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh, ah, so good. All right. Well, bye bye. Bye.